Hi guys, it's Lisa and welcome to this episode of the Cody Cast, where we talk about all the things that are happening in the digital marketing world. Uh, on today's episode, we are joined by the amazing Brad, who has the coolest hair at Cody. Welcome to the show, Brad. Thank you. Thank you. I need to incorporate coolest hair into my name somewhere. It's Brad, the coolest hair male here at Cody. <laughs> I feel like you need to do it into your, into your signature as well, <laughs> your email signature, which is good. Um, so in terms of digital marketing, so we work quite closely together on digital strategy for our clients, which I must say is a lot of fun. You are so good at what you do, which makes my job a hell of a lot easier. Uh, but I really enjoy learning from you, especially uh, you know when it comes to looking at stats and analytics and uh, you know what's happening on all the platforms. I just feel like there's just so much information out there. It's really hard to stay up to date with what's going on. So it's really good to have people that you can bounce off. And today, I actually wanted to talk about uh, you know what people should be saying, like people and brands should be saying on what platform, um, because I think that uh, there's a, a temptation to try and post on every single platform. And God knows there's a lot of them. And that definitely takes a lot of time. But really, you know, I think that it's not even actually necessary um, for a multitude of reasons, which we'll touch on today. But firstly, say, for example, if you had a potential client uh, come to you and say, what platform should I be on? Where would you even start? Yeah, I think the obvious place to start would be to ask them who they want to talk to, who is their audience, whether that is an already established audience, if they're a business that's already active and live or if they're wanting to talk to a new audience. So a lot of the times we get clients come to us and they want to start talking to a younger audience, for, exist, for example. Um, so maybe they're traditionally dealing with kind of like a older millennial, kind of 30 to 35 year old audience, but they really want to tap into that early twenties market. So that's where we'd, we'd look at the data, say, where are these people at? Um, and then usually it's Instagram and TikTok for that age group. And then that's where that kind of conversation would go. Um, but yeah, definitely first step is who you want to talk to as opposed to first step being where you want to be. And I guess, do you think it's necessarily necessary to be on every single platform out there and talking? Um, I think not. I think there's each platform, although there is similarities between your social media platforms, they all serve a different role and a different purpose for, for an audience, for a consumer at the end of the day. Um, you know, someone's going on to LinkedIn to look at something very different to what they look on at TikTok or YouTube. Um, so audiences treat, you know, your audience is going to treat these different platforms differently. So you should treat your messaging and where to do that messaging differently as well. Yeah, fantastic. And then when it comes to actually identifying platforms, once you've worked out your audience, I guess the next step is to work out like what you should actually be posting on those platforms. Because I think when it comes to investing in creating content, it can be, uh, I guess, tempting to just push out the same content on every single platform, you know, in exactly the same format. But is that good to do? Or is that best practice? Yeah, it's definitely something that you know, a lot of brands have done and will continue to do is to have a bit of content they've made and worked hard on and figure, well, I took the time to make this video. For example, I'm going to push it out everywhere. Um, at the end of the day, though, if you really want to maximize your results, like you're going to have to make content that's optimized for each 
um, for each social media platform. Um, so whether that's a Instagram reel versus a TikTok, although they're very similar um, in terms of obviously Instagram kind of trying to copy TikTok and, and jump on that short form video, they're still different enough that, you know, the way that you want to look at it and the way that we look at the audience that's consuming it is different enough that even if you have the same raw footage, you might edit it in a, in a different way. So you might use like a different sound on TikTok to a different sound on Instagram, for example. Um, but yeah, so I think you want to optimize your content, whether that's brand new content or you're optimizing content you've already made and just kind of changing it to fit to fit the the platform. It's actually an interesting point because we spoke to uh, Goose. Well, I spoke to Goose on a previous episode and we were talking about the jump cuts on TikTok and how literally there's just no like t- the co- like content. I look like I'm freezing at the moment, but I'm not. <laughs> the content just jumps so quickly. There's like barely a pause or like a breath in between. Whereas on LinkedIn, I just don't feel like the videos that I would post on LinkedIn would be as well received It was if it was just that jump cut type content. I think it probably is more a bit more of a conversation, whereas on TikTok people just like, just give me the bloody information because I want to go to the next TikTok. So it's quite interesting because even though it's still video content maybe going out on certain platforms, even the way like down to the editing is going to be quite different, which uh, you know I think is important to know when you're actually communicating and thinking about a content strategy. Uh, So when it comes to tone of voice, now this is something that I find quite interesting. And as someone who's got multiple platforms, like I'm active on, probably most active on LinkedIn, then I've got Instagram and then I've got TikTok. I don't even know what I'm doing on TikTok. But like, how would you say, or would you say that it's important to have a different tone of voice for each of those different platforms or should it be consistent because brands should be consistent at every touch point? Yeah, I think it's a good question and something that I think a lot of brands do struggle with um, when they're trying to decide what their tone of voice is. Because um, obviously, you know, you've heard for a hundred years that you want to have a consistent tone of voice as a brand. Um, you want to have people that's going to recognize who you are based off your tone of voice kind of thing. Um, but it is hard and I think you have to find a way to adapt that to different platforms. And I think we do see a lot of clients do this quite well in, you know, whether they're doing a LinkedIn post, for instance, and it's a bit more serious, a bit more formal, talking in full sentences, I think like writing in full sentences, whether it's a text post. Um, but that doesn't mean that they can't go on a more casual platform like TikTok or even Twitter. And they just adapt that tone of voice to maybe having a similar vibe, but just in kind of a more fun, way of communicating it, a shorter way of communicating it. If it's TikTok, you've got a limited amount of time. Um, so I think it's it's a balance. I think you definitely want to have some element of an overarching tone of voice because it's an overarching brand. But yeah, I you know, we always recommend that you match your tone of voice, you match your vibe of tone of voice to the platform because you want your audience to to resonate with it and you want your audience to, you know, you don't want to stick out too much. If you're on TikTok and all of a sudden you're talking about you're doing a, a three minute video, that's, you know, a LinkedIn video. People are just going to scroll past it because it doesn't fit with everything else that they're watching. Yeah. I think that that's um, really good advice. And that's something that I've always kind of struggled with. I think even as a person, I feel like brands have it maybe a little bit easier because they've got quite a defined personality. But when it comes to a person, we're so multifaceted. So, you know, on LinkedIn, I feel like I have to be quite serious. Well, I'm not really that serious, let's face it, on LinkedIn. But, you know, I do feel that 
I have to be a bit more uh, polished than I do on TikTok where I can just be, you know, doing stupid videos of my dog, for example. So uh, it is interesting trying to find that balance where if people find me on LinkedIn, then find me on Instagram, then find me on TikTok, they still feel like it's the same person. Um, but I am trying to tailor at the same time to whatever audience I'm, I'm posting on. So I think that that personal brand is always quite a challenge. Uh, now, when it comes to consistency, I think this is one of the most challenging things uh, on social media because, you know, people get so excited when there's a new platform or they want to be an influencer and, you know, you jump on TikTok and you're like, you want to give up because your first video hasn't gone viral. Um, how important is consistency when it comes to posting content on social media? Yeah, consistency is definitely something that we stress to all our clients um, when they're starting posting on any social media platform, really. Um, and I guess there's a few reasons why consistency is important. I mean, one of them being that you want your audience to know to, to keep you top of mind. So if you're posting once and you don't post again for a month, you know, the chances are that they're, well, they're going to forget about you. They're going to see a million other posts, probably 20 of your competitors' posts if they're posting consistency consistently um, and you're just going to be forgotten at the end of the day so posting consistently this is a really struggle for me to keep saying consistently but um, it's, it's consistently a struggle to say consistently very much so <laughs> um yeah so you want to stay top of mind for your audience you, you want to you want that you want them to remember you if they're thinking about you know what hair product to get you want to think of that brand right um, it's also important because these social media platforms want you to post consistently. So if you're posting, you know, you stick to posting every two days, whether it's Instagram or TikTok, they're going to reward you when it comes to ranking within the newsfeed, within the feed or the, the for you page, whatever platform you're on. Um, cause at the end of the day, these platforms want you as a creator or a business to be posting all the time because that's going to bring your audience to the platform all the time. Um, and that's at the end of the day, what the social media platforms want is people on their platform because then they can see more ads, et cetera, et cetera, make more money. Um, so the consistency comes from, you know, wanting your audience on the platforms. So you post it, the platform's going to be like, Hey, we're going to put you at the top of people's news feeds because you're posting all the time. Um, but I think the downfall that we see a lot of clients fall into is they try to post so often. So they try to post every day or some might post twice a day. And they're just kind of what you run into is one kind of content fatigue. So people are just like, I'm sick of seeing you in my newsfeed. You're here all the time. Every third post is, <laughs> is you. It's me on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, and then so people get sick of seeing your content. And then what also happens is your content kind of loses quality because you're just trying to push out content for the sake of it. Um, so, you know, quality over quantity, um, as we kind of always say. So I think for us, we quite often look at, for Instagram in particular, posting every second or every third day as opposed to posting every, every single day just because that allows you for every content to be high quality, to be purposeful and you're not just posting, you know, for the sake of it, you're not just posting, you know, a graphic picture because you need to post something today. You're actually post posting with a purpose. Um, so yeah, we usually, I would say we usually look at every third day, especially if it's more of a niche industry because, 
you know, you, you can only talk about so many things. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the short answer is, yeah, quality over quantity for sure. I think the interesting thing as well is that it's quite different for every platform. So I know on LinkedIn, for example, which is what we call a content deficit platform because there is more uh, users than content on the platform. So I'd say I think it's probably around 800 million users on LinkedIn uh, currently and there's around 3 million people posting. So uh, there's, that's barely any. Uh, my maths is horrendous. So I don't know the percentage, but it means that there's not that much content. So you can quickly stand out just by posting once or even twice a week. And that's actually happened for some of our clients. So like, whoa, people have just started contacting me, recognizing me uh, because I've just started posting twice a week. It's not like they've had to post every day. But then I look at the main TikTokers and they're posting sometimes like three times a day, like TikTok. So I find it quite interesting that it's a little bit different for every platform. So I think it's important once you work out the platform or where your audience is, then you need to have a specific content strategy created for each platform. Um, now, I know sometimes uh, people ask about hashtags and like, do you even need them? Like, are they even important? Like, what are your thoughts on hashtags? Um, yeah, I think hashtags, in my opinion, and from you know my experience, what I've seen are super important. Um, I think at the end of the day, your hashtags are, for lack of a better word, helping kind of with your SEO when it comes to a social post, right? So it helps if, you're, if your audience is searching for something and your hashtag that's on your posts falls into that, it's going to come up in the search, right? If you're hashtag, I don't know, football and you're an AFL team, it's going to come up, right? It's a poor example, but you get what I mean. Um, so there's that aspect to it. Um, and also it helps when, especially for TikTok and Instagram, where a lot of the explore pages on Instagram, the for you page is more than just what you follow, like, right? There's recommended things based on what you interact with. So if you have an audience who is interacting with a bunch of this category, you want, you, you want your business, your page to show up within that recommended, right? So your hashtags will help with that. So your audience is say interacting with a bunch of um, what's an example, a bunch of footy teams or a bunch of stuff, right? And your business is selling footballs. If you're having hashtag football, hashtag AFL, whatever, chances are you might show up in that explore page. So it helps with that side of, I guess it's kind of SEO side of it, where it's um, it, it helps you be in the categories you want to be in. Um, I guess a big question when it comes to hashtags we get from clients, especially on Instagram, is how many hashtags should they use um so i'm sure if you've scrolled instagram for any amount of time you'll see people having like 50 hashtags on all their posts and they put it in their caption or they put it in their comments or whether they put the hashtag how many it's just half of instagram things just be hashtags sometimes um i think it was very interesting at the end of last year instagram you know came out with talking about their products and stuff and they actually said the recommended amount of hashtags is like a lot less than what people are doing. They recommend about four or five hashtags, which I think a lot of marketers, me included, were quite skeptical of because it seems to go against what's always been kind of the thought is doing more hashtags is better. But then it's also, it's coming straight from Instagram. So it's kind of hard to argue with it. Um, so it's something that, you know, we're definitely testing with clients and with, with our own stuff as well. Um, and just having less hashtags, but making them super relevant. Um, one of the things that I know a lot of the platforms keep saying, and 
people seem to not listen when it comes to hashtags is that there's no reward for having like hashtag viral or hashtag for you page on TikTok or like hashtag explore. Um, people still try it and maybe it does work, but from all we've seen and from what the platforms are saying, it's it's something that people just kind of do in the back of the head, but doesn't actually make any difference. I definitely remember when I started using TikTok, I had to Google what is FYP. I'm like, what's hashtag FYP? Oh, for sure. <laughs> what does this mean? I think everyone's done it, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, well, that was hashtag great advice, Brad. I really appreciated that. Love that, love that. <laughs> I wonder how many times you said the word hashtag in the past five minutes. I feel like the word hashtag starting to sound really funny now. Uh, so in terms of the algorithm, I honestly feel so frustrated with the algorithm on so many platforms. I can't work it out. I can't understand it. And when I look at platforms like Instagram, I just think, what are you doing? Why are you not pushing content out? It's so annoying. And even LinkedIn, like I can see the algorithms are, uh, you know, being shaped at the moment all the time. And it's, it's reducing over time organic reach. Uh, you know, how important is it to keep up with what is happening on the algorithm and making sure that you're tailoring your content strategy to do that? Um, I think it's a very interesting conversation, the algorithm. Um, I think a lot of people have a lot of different views on how to kind of approach it and how to tackle working within the algorithm, fighting the algorithm, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, I think it's hard because you, you talk to clients and it can be quite daunting when, you know, about this algorithm, you talk about the algorithm and it's kind of scary. I think at the, at the end of the day, it's a very quick kind of broad answer. The algorithm just wants you to post content that people are going to connect with. At the end of the day, every decision that gets made on the algorithm is that's the end goal. They want you to, they want your audience to engage with your content. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for stopping by today and, and sharing all your hashtag knowledge bombs uh, with me. Really appreciate it and our audience. Uh, if you want to pick Brad's brain, then engage coding. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you can probably hashtag plug. Hashtag, hashtag um, sponsored content. It's not even sponsored content. Hashtag shameless plug. Uh, but if you want to learn more from Brad and the team, then make sure you give us a follow, you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast or watch your podcast and also leave us a rating review and feel free to reach out if there's certain topics as well that you want us to cover um, because we're here to help you guys and uh, you know share all of our digital knowledge um, with you. Um, I don't have a lot to share but i'm sure the team or the team definitely do uh so stay tuned for more episodes and we'll see you on the next show thanks brad thank you